Welcome back. Episode four of the Rolling Thunder podcast. I'm Cade Shirley. I'm Colin Short. And it's been an interesting week since we last met. Yeah, ever since uh, Milwaukee Bucks game, things have been going right for the Thunder. Only three games played, but I mean, two and one, not not two and one terrible. Three game road trip. Yeah, all all on the road. Two and one, not not too bad. I mean, I'd like to go three and zero, oh, but yeah, but we beat the two teams that we should definitely beat. Yeah, beat, beat the two teams that we should have beaten. You know, had a tough tough loss today, but you know, I mean, yeah. seven game win streak. Can't really complain, especially since you look at against the Celtics when they shoot fifty nine percent from the field. It's hard yeah. to beat that team, especially when they're a top six team in the NBA. Yeah, when Marcus Smart's dropping, I think he had like I think he had sixteen or seventeen, which. Yeah. I mean, I'm an Oklahoma State guy, but, I mean, that's a little bit much for <laughs> yeah. Marcus Smart. And then Kyrie Irving shot, I think he shot 13 for 19 was what mm-hmm. it was from the field, which is, I mean, he's Kyrie, but that's still ridiculous. Those are good numbers. He shot very well. And so did, I mean, so did the majority of their team. They had a few bench players coming off. Uh, my producer's saying it's 14 of 19. 14 of 19. Okay. 14 of 19. Still, I mean, yeah. that's that's pretty ridiculous. I mean, he's a great player, yeah. but. And if you look back to the first game since we last talked to the uh, in Orlando, uh, that was a pretty. That game was, it was good, but we should have. I don't know. Paul yeah. George played out of his mind the first half, and then had like the quietest second half he's had all season. Oh yeah, six points in the second half, thirty-one in, in the, the first, first. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he was lights out in the first. I uh, I mean, throughout the first quarter, I thought it was a pretty it was a pretty close game, and then second quarter we kind of took a little lead. Third quarter we took a big lead. Let him back, and it got scary in the fourth and closed out the game. Dennis yeah. Dennis had a monster fourth quarter. He had 18 points. Yeah. I want to say I, mean, I want to say he scored like probably 12 or 13 on his own. Like He had a, he had a 12, 13 run by himself, which oh, was yeah. pretty impressive. It was a big boost. He's done fourth. that a couple so- times this season. Yeah, yeah, he Mostly did that. in the third quarter. Yeah, but. yeah, he's he's a good – he's a second-half player for sure. Yeah. He's been that way all season. He um Especially against the Heat, too. He did it against the Heat where he had uh, – I want to say he was nine for nine from the field in the second half against the Heat, which is, I mean, that's exactly what we traded for him. Yeah, for. and I, I feel like that's kind of how he's been this season. He's either been a nice fifteen point guy off the bench, or he's been like he's had like a negative twenty five <laughs> plus minus. Yeah, no. yeah, um, it's, it's always nice. We're always winning just on games. Either end of it. Yeah, no, we always win games whenever he's he's contributing like that, like he has the past two games, you know. But I mean, can't complain about that. For sure. Playing pretty well. Um, I mean, other takeaways from that game, Paul George, like you said, shot lights out first half, quiet second half, but, um, moving on, Miami Heat. Is Paul that, George again. Paul George again, <laughs> 43 yeah. points, nine assists. Yeah. I did nine rebounds, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really didn't get a chance to, um, watch that game too much. That was on Friday, but he was I looked at the box score and PG tore it up, obviously. He but, was, uh hitting every single shot he took is what it felt like mm-hmm. yeah i saw 20 point lead at half i mean yeah i knew at that point i was like because well. he he set the thunder uh that's game right. high record yeah. of most threes in a game 10 threes which i assume it was durant's record before that i would assume but yeah i that actually kind of surprised me when i read that i was i was like 10 threes is the most made by a thunder player but i mean thinking which about is crazy because we've never been that good of a th- like it feels it, like it should true. be more than that Exa- yeah, exactly in modern day nba you would think the thunder of hit yeah. you know there's someone who's hit like 11 or 12 but maybe besides like durant we haven't really had yeah but the thunder's really never shooting. been a three-point shooting team so exactly that's yeah that's true but but yeah paul george was just hitting pretty much just every three in rhythm mm-hmm. it it's like if he shot it it was going in every single time mm-hmm. he was yeah. just he, he was having himself a night 
Yeah, that game especially, I mean, that was a good road win. I mean, obviously Miami's not the greatest team, so that's that's a game you have to win. But um, And another stop on the Dwayne Wade uh, jersey swap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. If I were him, I'd be happy with that one too because it's a black Miami Vices. Yeah, that's a nice jersey to keep. But I, I saw that. I, You know, one thing I was thinking to myself, I was like, I mean that's that's respect that you know he's swapping jerseys with Paul George. I mean yep. he's he's on an offensive tear. He's playing great, but I'm also thinking to myself, I, I mean, wh- what do you think Russell Westbrook feels? Because <laughs> I mean, obviously, I I would still say that this is Russell's team. Yeah, and I mean it's Dwayne Wade's you know going out kind of season. What the you know the NBA's kind of gone to like yeah. if a player's retiring at the end of the season, they get a big you know. Everyone gives him a lot, a lot of attention, which I enjoy. Him and that. Dirk, yeah, yeah, I enjoy that for sure. And obviously Kobe a few years ago, but yeah. I, I don't know. I was just, I was like, well, I mean, if I'm Westbrook, I'd be like, all right, he's not switching jerseys with me. That's <laughs> you know, it's my team. But I, I, I got you. I think Paul George deserves it this year, especially. You know, he's obviously he's going on a tear, been playing ridiculous. So no issues with that. Yeah, and then I think it was the day before the heat game where Russell got announced as a reserve, which is good because especially this year, the Western conference is a lot harder to make it mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, no, he, I mean, he definitely deserves it. Is, yeah. I mean, we obviously thunder lost today against Celtics, but he had a six consecutive triple double. Yeah. I mean, going back to two years ago, breaking the record he's 42 good. a year. I mean, he's, he's still doing that same stuff. He's, I mean, he's still, He's still beating every team from in assists, points, rebounds. He's doing it all still. So. Yeah. Yeah. So he much very well deserved. Very proud. It's just crazy, like the transformation uh, we've gone through. Because like last year, Paul George only made the All Star game because was it Boogie that got hurt and he someone was injured. Yeah, he, he took would, Boogie spot, mm-hmm. I think. And now he's a starter. And it's 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 odd to me because you know he gets a year older, and you would think you know maybe he's gonna start he's gonna start falling down a little bit, but no, he's I mean now he's a starter. That's pretty impressive to me. And now, I mean, going into this season, you asked me, I would have said, well, I would probably think that Russell would be a starter if anyone on the Thunder. But I mean, Paul, seeing Paul George step up like that, yeah. huge. What we needed. So. It's great to see. Mm-hmm. And then after the Heat game, or was it before, before the Heat game? Uh, the same day. Uh, we Thunder made a trade. Mm-hmm. Traded, made a little deal. Out TLC to the Bulls for <laughs> Timothy Luau Cabaret for cash considerations, right? Cash considerations. That's correct. Which yeah, so. pretty much just opens up a roster spot for a buyout candidate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got how many days? We got four days until the Third. until the deadline. And so if we don't make a trade by then, which ah, I feel I, like I, I feel like there has to be. I, I mean, after that, I, I feel like that's just a sign. Like, I mean. We could trade and sign somebody. Exactly, yeah. I feel like that's just Sam Presti saying, kind of saying to the organization, like, okay, we're doing this, you know, more to come within the next few days. Because obviously there's not a lot of time left in the, during or for the trade deadline. But, I mean, I, I feel like he's going to make a move. I, I have no idea what. I mean, we'll see. But, I mean, he could he could do something that could really help the Thunder a lot. So, Yeah, it the opening of a uh, roster spot does a lot of things. It could one signal a buyout a candidate. Two, mm-hmm. since the trade deadline's Thursday, it could. I guess it would. It might not happen, but we could send out more players or more send out players. less players than we take in. Like we could send out two and get in three, mm-hmm. or send out one and draft get, picks and get in two. Yeah, to That's like a true. team that has a team that might want to buy out but ends up trading. You know. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know. I with the one and two for the trades. I don't. I don't feel that the Thunder has a specific player that they you know could trade like less of and get more. You know what I mean? I don't because well, I don't think we'd trade any major pieces and anyone that has stock right now that on our team that is that Sam Presti is willing to deal or willing to trade, I don't think has enough potential yeah. for that high of... Because there's you know, no way we get an Anthony Davis. <laughs> yeah, as much as we'd all uh, like to see. I don't know. I mean... They like Steven Adams. They don't want Steven Adams. They'd rather have... Well, I mean, you know... Maybe they, they wouldn't. But. I mean, they've already... They said to the Lakers, the Pelicans said to the Lakers, you know, they didn't want to trade with them. They're not even returning calls. And you know, Anthony Davis, or Anthony Davis's father is influencing his decision on the Celtics. You know, he's, yeah. I'm sure he saw the text. Yeah, I did. I mean... If I'm Anthony Davis, I'm sure he's gonna listen to his dad. There's no, there's no doubt in my mind he's gonna read that text and be like, "Screw you, dad! I'm well, gonna do what I want." Especially since you see that Kyrie's frustrations with the Celtics. Why would Anthony Davis want to be in the same situation? Yeah, for sure, agreed. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, like if if I'm a fan, if I'm an NBA fan or or a Boston fan, you've got to understand that. I mean, Boston really did. They really played Isaiah Thomas, mm-hmm. and so I mean it. Obviously, in my opinion, that should definitely come back to bite him, which it is, and I, I think that's deserving. I mean, they they played him, and so I, I think they're getting what they deserve in that. I completely agree. So, but just I don't think the Thunder has what it takes to get. The It'd be nice. It'd it be would nice. be nice, but I don't, I don't see. But it. I mean, just keep in mind, it, it takes in takes off the top two contenders. Those were the. Those, I think I believe those were the. Two teams that I had mean, the best odds to get. The Lakers are still in it, but the Celtics can't even make a move till the summer, anyways. That's true. But the Lakers are still in it, but he may not even get traded till the summer. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. Yeah. yeah, but there, Sam Presti. Even if he doesn't, if he doesn't make a deal this week, you know that boy's on the phones. He is always, mm-hmm. he's always making deals. I I see a deal for sure. I I don't know what. I have no idea. I see something happen. I think last year was the first year in like three or four years that we hadn't done a trade. Yeah, that's. And I yeah. feel like this year is more important to mm-hmm. make one. Yeah. For sure. So, another topic we can touch on. I saw Hamadou Diallo in the dunk contest. Yes, that's yeah. going to be very exciting. That is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He take, whose spot did he take? Oh, who was? Oh, it was uh, Derek Jones Jr. Yeah, he took Derek, Derek Jones Jr. spot, yeah. which is kind of interesting because not, I mean, I guess rookies have been in it, but like, I don't know. I wouldn't have guessed it. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's well-deserved. I I know you saw that dunk against Boston Ooh, today. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't anything crazy, but that just it really show it just shows his vertical. It just shows yeah. his athleticism, and um, I mean, deserving. Well, very well deserved. He can get up. He can he can throw it down. So I'm excited to see how that goes. I don't think he'll win it, but I who do you know who's in it? I Aaron don't. Gordon, I'm assuming. Probably. I, I don't know who's in it, but mm-hmm. well, he's I mean, still young. He, yeah, he's young. I doubt it's his first. Yeah, I'd like to see Terrence in, in the dunk contest. He can get up too, but I mean, I'd say Diallo's got a little bit more athleticism. Honestly, yeah, I feel like Terrence can. He might not be able to like do his crazy stuff, but he can jump from farther for oh, yeah. sure. Oh yeah, he's got ups for sure. Yeah, but I mean, good to see it play out. We'll yeah. See how it goes. And if we move back to buyout candidates, who do you think? Because I think we're eyeing a shooting guard or a small forward to come off the bench idea. I don't know. I, I really haven't put a lot of thought into it. I, I, I mean, there's talks of Wesley Matthews from the Knicks, but the Knicks also might Actually, choose, but the Knicks I also saw something. I saw. I, I, I forgot to mention this. I saw something very interesting. 
last last night, I believe. Right. Um, Russell Westbrook, Stephen Adams, Paul George, and there was one other player. I think it was Raymond Felton. Probably. I think it was Raymond. I think it was or those Jerry. four. Somebody out of four four Thunder players. I I can't remember exactly yeah. who they all followed Tim Hardaway Jr. at the exact at the exact same time. Do you think the Mavs will buy him out? I don't know. I saw it. I saw it on Twitter. I saw, it, like it. It. The thing was, I didn't see anyone post about it. It just popped up on my on my feed. It said, "Join these players." You know, like recently followed, and I was I was like, "That's very interesting." Because they, had, yeah. I'm, I don't know. I mean, we it's a weird. Can't we, trade for him. He's like a too big of a contract. Yeah, can't trade for him. But I mean, that's just a weird. I don't know. They might buy him out. Could yeah. I mean, but other candidates definitely Wesley Matthews. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, I mean Courtney Lee's always been in talks of getting bought out, and Thunder. I feel like the Thunder specifically have always looked at a guy like Courtney Lee, mm-hmm. even though he's kind of washed up. Kind of now, he is a little washed. You know, he's not a bad two way player though. We can we can take the three and D off the bench from him. For but sure. still, there's a guy like Corey Brewer from last year that we signed, and he did way better than expected. Yeah, I mean, he's doing well in Philadelphia also. Yeah. You know, he's he's a big boost off the bench. Just He's just a little spark that they can need every For now sure. in games. So, but, I mean, it would be good to watch it play out. But Yeah. I would love to be a fly on the wall to in on trade deadline day for Sam Presti just to see – what that boy is going through <laughs> just to see what the life is like yeah i'm sure he has like six phones in front of him all with the, to other nba gms just talking and looking at what he could deal and what he could get yeah for sure yeah i mean he'll I, i'm expecting some moves for sure we'll we'll see how it goes but see what the next presti finesse is yeah for sure so moving on next we have uh we have the magic on tuesday so I mean, at home, at home, yeah. So we have a, we have a. So is it a two game home stretch or is it a just a one and done? Two, I believe it's the Grizzlies afterwards at home. Yeah, I believe that's right. So we got the Magic at home on Tuesday, the Grizzlies at home on Thursday, and then we have the Rockets. Is and that? Then, yeah, Saturday, Monday, Thursday goes at the Rockets, home against the Trailblazers, and then at the Pelicans. So ideally. You want to win four out of those five games. Ideally, yes. I I mean, this upcoming week, so Tuesday, uh, home, Magic. I mean, that's can't obviously a winnable that game. game. You can't lose that. I mean, that's just an unacceptable loss. If Definitely somehow. can't lose to the Grizzlies. Can't, oh, no. They are they are crumbling. They. I mean, I think they got to win today, but they got to win against the Knicks. And we play them Thursday. That's trade deadline day. They might trade Gasol or Conley by then. Or if they trade them on that day, they can't play that night. So Really? Definitely should beat them. So I mean, yeah, if if those and they're in con, they're in trade contentions. Yeah, they, yeah. Memphis said they want them. They yeah, out pretty much. Yeah, they want it. They're they're in rebuild mode. I mean, if yeah, I I'm with you. If they if they get rid of them, I mean, because here's the thing: if they were to trade them on Thursday, they wouldn't have they players. wouldn't have the players. So they so they basically down. just be down Marcus All yeah, exactly. and Mike Conley. So, that so game, even if they just trade one of them, that game. Very, very winnable. Yeah, especially at home. agreed. Yeah, I mean, if if they're down, they're two best. But I, that would just be. And I mean, speaking, the Memphis Grizzlies are what? Like, I want to say they have like four wins in their past. I don't even know. Probably like twenty games. Yeah, something like well, that. Well, as of last Sunday, it was three out of twenty. <laughs> so I think well, they, I think they went one and two on last week. Yeah, and I know they were beating the Knicks earlier today, but I mean that's that's the worst team in the league. So yeah. I mean, you can't. 
obviously the Grizzlies are a little bit better than the New York Knicks. But. And then after those two very winnable games, probably the hardest game of the stretch before mm-hmm. the All Star break is mm-hmm. at Houston. At uh, Houston, now that that could be a huge win going into the All Star break. I. I mean that's that's a big game that we I think we really need to prove prove something because we've won big games against teams in the East we've we've won in Philadelphia we barely lost today against Celtics we've won against Milwaukee we need a big road win against the Rockets and a we team. won we won in Oracle on uh, uh, the week before thanks the that's week right. of Thanksgiving we won in Oracle yeah I I think I think this would really just boost boost the boys' confidence I mean. It, it would really raise eyes if we just if we could win a road game against Houston. Obviously, yeah, we especially lost since, them. Yeah, we lost them. On Christmas. Lost to them on Christmas. We did beat them the game before that, but still, I mean, when we beat them, James Harden was not playing nearly as well as he is now. Chris Paul's back. I think it's very winnable. Yeah. Just guard the perimeter. That you Christmas know, Day game was kind of like his spark. That that was like the start of that. That was like big the start. Stretch. Yeah, led up till now still, which is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, he's. Just can't let guys like Austin Rivers eat us up. Exactly. Yeah. It, we, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb and say we can afford James Harden to have a good game. We can't afford a second party to just tear, just light us up. We can't afford uh, PJ Tucker or Eric Gordon to just light us up. Like Eric Gordon played pretty decent against us on Christmas. He, I know he had like at least 18, well, I think. And when we played him on Christmas, they had Capella. Now they don't. They don't have Capella. So, I did not still, know that. He's still out until after All Star break. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean that's. So who's do you know who their starting center is? That I mean that's losing Nene, a lot of starting for them. That's right. Yeah, they're losing a lot of inside presence. That that could be huge. I mean, except two years back it was Russell's MVP season where Nene shot like eleven for eleven. It was like the second game of the playoffs when we played him. <laughs> he shot like eleven of eleven from the field. Oh man, I've guys always, like that always have the Thunder's number. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then after the Rockets game, we got at Port or home against Portland, and then at New Orleans. We beat Portland on the road. We, we beat him. Portland on the road. We beat them at home. I mean, got it, got it. Or we're two and zero against them on the yeah. season. That, we can make it three and zero. They're in our division. I mean, we've been we've been playing pretty good against them this year, which is surprising because, I mean, in recent years, Thunder have actually not played good against Portland, and they're they're very very similar team to what they are this year. So pretty much the exact same. Pretty much, yeah. But that is. That's three days after the all, the trade deadline. So if they make a deal. They could. Oh, they made a deal today. Who they, they did? They, they got. Did. They got Rodney, Rodney Hood. Hood. Yeah. Yeah. For a second rounder, two Rodney second Hood rounders, and uh, so. who was they? They it was uh, Stauskas. I can't remember. First did thing. they? No, they, they gave traded. Up Stauskas, yeah, they yeah. traded Stauskas for Rodney Hood. Yeah, I mean, I think that's an interesting piece. I like Rodney Hood a lot. I mean, I yeah, think he'll do. I think he can do a lot for that team off the bench for sure. Since their bench is so terrible. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, they've got, uh, in my opinion, the second best backcourt in the league, and then. They're, other than that, you know, they're kind of, eh. but yeah, yeah, a very winnable game. You know, we've been able to clamp, and clamp then, Damian Lillard, and then at for the most part, and then at New Orleans this is the last game before the All Star break. At New Orleans, you do you know if I don't, I don't believe Anthony Davis will be back by then. He won't. Mm-mm. Yeah. So uh, wait, I mean, so does someone? He's still in the All Star game though. No one's taken a spot yet. Might be back then. Uh, I'm I'm not completely sure. He was out. I know he was out days. for a few weeks. Two to four weeks was the uh, hmm. was his injury. Yeah, I'm not completely sure the days or how many days he's supposed to be in or out. But I mean, 
If he's out, winnable game. But mm-hmm. that's also after the trade deadline. So that's assuming he doesn't get traded. But he could. He it's could. Kind of a toss. Very well could. We'll but I, I really, I mean, I don't, I, I don't believe he'll be traded before the summer, in my opinion. But yeah, me neither. Well, I mean, we'll see how it plays out. But they might just give in to desperation and get what they can on Thursday. You think so? I mean, well, I mean, they can still get something for him over the summer. I mean, that's true, but his value goes down over the summer. That's right. He, the team would rather have him now. He's not a free agent this summer. No, he is next summer. So they could get more for him now, except for besides the Celtics. They could get more for him now than they could over the summer because every team would rather have him going into the playoffs this year that's true. than at the start of next season. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, no, I'm I don't know. It would be interesting to see it play out for really sure. The only reason for them not to trade him now is to like pretty much either one, trade him to the Celtics to get more assets like Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, or two, just to like, I don't know, kind of prove that they can't be pushed around as a small market team by a top five player in the NBA. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they said that they're going to trade him on their own timetable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that will be very interesting to see how that plays out. Hopefully, I mean, well, what do you think? What hopefully you th- to the East. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, obviously, the only team I want to see him on in the West is OKC. Uh, what do you think about, about giving up potentially Steven Adams for Anthony Davis? It'd have to be Adams, probably Ferguson or Diallo. I've seen, I've seen people say, yeah, I've seen people say Adams, Roberson, Diallo, you know, just... I mean, three solid pieces or two at uh, two solid pieces off the bench, and then Adams is basically the combinations I've been seeing, and then like a pick or something for you know for Anthony. I I don't know. I mean, I've seen a lot of people. I've seen a lot of people who have said no, like we love Stephen Adams. He's you know he's like he's been with us his entire career. He's yeah, obviously he's a great player. I love Stephen Adams as much as the next guy. Yeah. But, but I mean, it's Anthony Davis, a top five player in the NBA. Exactly. I I love it's everyone, but you can give up everyone but Russell and Paul. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. But I mean, I don't know. I I think we have good contentions. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. For yeah. Sure. Let's talk about Terrence Ferguson, right? So today against the Celtics, he was shooting pretty well. What did he shoot? Like, he made. Like three of eight threes. He started out like two of three. Or yeah, like he started. I mean, he hit his first two. I noticed yeah. that. And I mean, and he, he didn't end off great. But then it was kind of like it was kind of heartbreaking because we've been praising his defense so much. I mean, everyone's been praising his defense so much. And then at the end of the game, you're down two, and you let Kyrie just bull. He Kyrie just oh, blew by. Hey, Kyrie, I know exactly what play you're talking about. He ate that fake. Yeah, and it, but I mean, Kyrie's one of the more craftier players in the league, but. In my opinion, that wasn't like, oh, 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 what a crazy move, you know. I mean, it was just a little like, just a little head nod kind of deal where he and he just blew yeah. by him. It was bad, and uh, then it, it makes it worse because you can't say it cost us the game, but it was a big tie, like a turning tide in the game. One thing I want to say, I mean, obviously you go Thunder, but one thing I want to say is that uh, that Celtics team I was watching today, they are a good team. They're very disciplined. Mm-hmm. They, they took open shots all game. 
Yeah, I mean, you know how many open shots they had? Oh, they sorry. make they make crazy good passes, and they're always looking for the open man. And that's why they had so many layups today. They us. had so many layups. They had so many transition buckets. That That's the one team that I've seen this year that can beat OKC in transition. We are the team that beats beats the other team in transition. And freaking the Kings. <laughs> yeah, the and Kings. the Kings. Okay. I, I give the Warriors Kings in that team. I mean, the Warriors, always, they beat every team in transition. But the Thunder, most of the time, 27, there are 30 teams in this league, Probably about twenty, twenty-seven or twenty-eight of them. We will beat in transition. They will not beat us. And because we mean, have more forced turnovers, we have more more, po- more points off, more forced turnovers, more points in the paint, and uh, I mean we we usually play pretty good transition defense. And we have and we have some of the most athletic players in the league. Yeah, so, I mean, but I got to give it to them. They. I was I was just amazed. Some of the passes they were making, they were always every single time down the, down the court. They were finding the open man every time, and the amount of times it, it wasn't just Kyrie. Al Horford had a few plays where he was making good moves. He he was like he he was getting Stephen Adams, Jeremy Grant. He was getting everyone to bite on the fake, and he just get an open bucket. And it was everyone. Marcus Smart was doing it. Markeith Morris torched us. Or is that is that Marcus Morris or Markeith? Marcus. Marcus, he was he was torching us. I mean, how old is he? He had he had at least twenty, I'm sure, or maybe maybe eighteen. I think they're like thirty one. That's that's crazy. I mean he he shot lights out. He probably he played second best behind Kyrie, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think today really showed that like teams like the Thunder and the Celtics, teams up there again like the Nuggets, the Warriors, Rockets, Raptors, Bucks, they go they I feel like they try so much harder against each other because we've had close our closest games. I don't. We've played. We've had really good games like where we just look super good against like top five, top ten teams, and then there's games where we just look terrible against like bottom ten teams, mm-hmm. and that's like the same for other great teams. Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. the Nuggets last week almost lost to Memphis. They had to come back from twenty five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I mean, if it was against us, we'd both be playing, like, I don't know. It just matters more. And so they care more and they mm-hmm. play harder. Yeah, I definitely see that. I definitely see, I don't want to say a lack of play, but just, I mean, when you're playing when you're playing on ABC, you know, you got a big game, big Western, Eastern Conference, you know, some of the best teams in each conference matchup. I see a lot more fire, a lot more grit, a lot more, I mean, it, both teams, give it to both teams, the Thunder and the Celtics. I mean, it was just... They were both just knocking down shots left and right. I mean, there was like it, it was. I was impressed with our offense. I thought we played really well on offense. Yeah. Other than PG at one point had missed. I think six he had, of his six of seven. Yeah, he had missed like. Quarter. Yeah, that was. Other than that, that that's I mean, rough. But that is happens. rough. Yeah, I mean, you can't can't hit them all. I mean, he still had how many? Thirty seven. Thirty seven. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, he. It's it's tough, but both teams shooting lights out. It, Celtics just shot a little bit better, I guess. So, and kind of going back to that, uh, just like looking past games, I feel like you can. It's way easier to look at your schedule and be like, okay, we got like the Suns, we got the Kings, and then we got the Warriors. Yeah. So it's you just look, you overlook it. Yeah. Yeah. We just did it ten minutes ago. Mm-hmm. We were talking about our schedule. We play the we play the Magic and Grizzlies at home, and then we play the Rockets. Like we literally just did yeah, it. circle the Rockets game. The other yeah. two should be winnable, right? Now, I mean that doesn't mean that they're going to go in there and stomp them. Obviously, exactly. every Thunder fan has seen what's what's happened this season. We've been losing to teams that we should beat by at least twenty, mm-hmm. thirty. You know, I mean, no close games in the NBA though. I mean, it's just 
it's just a different league, different league than it was five years ago, for sure. All right, and that's a wrap for episode four of the Rolling Thunder podcast. Thanks for tuning in. My, again, my name is Cade Shirley. I'm Colin Short. All right, have a good day. See you next week.